0: Maybe the bills were just pouring in, and you're like, oh my God, I'm in debt. Maybe there are circumstances you just had a news from a friend, a family that, oh God, you have been trusting God for, all, and now it is now a point of almost no return. They told you it's over, it's terrible, the case is irredeemable, there is nothing that can be done. What are you gonna do? Oh yeah. The only thing that you do is being sorrowful, being heavy. Crying, you'll be crying. People say, Stop, you'll be like, You have no idea what is killing me. Jesus Himself was crying inside. He had other people with Him, but of course, they, they had no idea the pain of it. So, when we're praying, please know that you don't have to be mature to be praying, you don't have to be tough to be praying. You just have to go with your situation. God, I have prayed about this my child the situations are not changing as exactly. i am scared to death what's going to happen to him or to her or what the doctor is saying about this and that how am i supposed to deal with this i have raised this children. lord you have blessed me with this child. What am i supposed to do now i cannot change the dna of this child i cannot change the gene of this child but i know by the time you are saying that, you begin to look at all the diagnoses, you begin to look at all the reports, and your heart will begin to pump. And that is when you know for sure you are in a place to pray. Oh, will prayer come? Will you speak fancy words that time? You won't. Because prayers are not meant to be fancy. Prayers are meant to speak to God, and they do wonders. But let's read the rest of this story, please, if you don't mind. Yes. I want us to understand what is happening here. Please, preach, church. If this is the only thing we understand, it's okay. Bible says he was sorrowful. He felt in himself death was coming. He knew for sure that something bad will happen tomorrow. He called to people that he trusted. Please, let's go. Let's. When even he called them, he said, "Okay, you know what? Well, you guys cannot feel the, the weight of this." He fell. He did not kneel down to pray. I want us to clearly understand it. He did not kneel down. He was like, oh God, boom, and he fell on the ground. He fell. Hmm. I was just wondering what's going on in his mind. Remember the prayer we just read in John 17 when he said, God, I thank you for the glory I had when I was with you. Can you imagine he was praying in the knowledge of what he knew? He was with God. He had certain position. He had certain property. But now, when he was confronted with what we actually affect his flesh, <laughs> heavy sorrow, big trouble. He fell. Yes, ma'am. And then he started having conversation with God. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my Father. mm mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Alright. So that is filled with a lot of things. He now said, God, I think I will die. But truly, if you ask me, God, I don't want to die. But it came from heaven. Most of us, we've never been in heaven. So it is okay when you panic, when you see death and people say, oh yeah, don't worry, you're going to heaven. No. Oh. We want to stay here for a long time. Jesus said, I don't want to go now too. I mean, I'm talking about Jesus Christ, not Jesus of Mexico. I mean, if it was Jesus, I'd be like, okay, yeah, name collision. But this was someone that came from heaven, someone that had knowledge of God, someone that already knew what operates in the galaxies, how they make those things happen. Someone that could just speak to Lazarus that was dead three days, four days. And the body decomposing and Lazarus would jump up and be limping and the wrapped thing. And yet when it came to his own time, it was like, God, can we change the schedule? Lord, can we try to? I just don't want to go now. Please give me one more time. You know, like in football, you have overtime. I need some more time. Why? You see, if we don't understand prayers, we're going to miss this thing. Prayer is when we get to that corner and nobody's going to help you. When you get to that situation and there is nothing you have not imagined that you have explored, that is when you pray. That is when you know for sure, look, my conversation must be honest. I know this is the end of it. He said, Lord, my Father, I I, I don't want to die. I just don't want to die. So I want us to understand that prayer is not being like mechanized stuff and speaking some random scriptures. It is speaking what you have been confronted to now. What are the difficulties that we face every day and how should we pray about it? You know. Pray to God. God, I'm broke now. Will you help me? Do you think God will come and help you when you're broke? Oh Lord, I just got the result of the exam. Um, I failed. So, um, I really need help. because One, I don't have money to pay for the exam again. Two, everybody will ask me, Did you, are you done with your exam? I'll be like, oh yeah, working on it. Working on it. Yeah, um, the, the bill is due and the, the, you know sometimes when the bills are due, some people are willing and happy to disgrace you and I. They be like, oh yeah, you know, you've not paid your bill. So what's going on? You pay me now. Some people are winning. We have to pray. There are things that we challenge. us. learn to pray. So Jesus started saying, God, I don't want to that. Yes, ma'am. If you can help us, then. Mm-hmm. So here's one maturity I want us to. We talk about growing up here too. Please. Don't ever compare anybody with anybody in church when it comes to prayer. It does not work. Jesus chose just two of them to pray with him because his own body was not containing it anymore. But you know what they were doing? They were giving him the prayer of Z's snoring and snoring on and on and on. I mean, of course, they might have had a very long day. Of course, they had other issues, they were thinking about themselves. So if you come to church and you say, brother, please pray with me about this thing, and they just say, so what's the problem? And they just listen to you and they're like, okay, Father, let this problem go. Amen. And they're gone. Don't be disappointed. The primary person that is responsible for your prayer life is you. The reason is this, they will try, but they are also human beings. Can you imagine asking Jesus at that time? I don't know what he would say that they should come and pray for someone else. So please, don't be disappointed. They, they were sleeping, they were tired. So if you rely heavily on just community prayer alone, that is why you must learn to pray. I must learn to pray. I know people probably will be praying for me. In fact, here's one thing I always advise anyone I know that I, and I love too much, I'll tell you. When someone says we'll be praying for you, take that check. And for all it's worth, just take it and fold it up. Just don't count on it. I'm not saying you should not trust that they will pray. But don't count on it. People will always get too busy because you are not going to be on top of the list if they say they're going to be praying for you. The only ones you can count on is when someone says, can I pray with you? someone says do you mind I pray with you one second oh yeah absolutely that one take it with like all your heart someone says don't worry we'll be praying for you Um, I went to the to a family that just lost the spouse and after a while I said please let me pray for you she said yes I prayed I said father I pray funny prayers Lord, I know everybody will come to this house and say they will come and come. I know most of them will not come again. But please, I pray that you help this family. I myself cannot promise too much. But Lord, I know that there is a desire they want so that they can bring half peace help them. Every empty promise, help them not to rely on those. And when I finished prayer, the person was looking at me like this. She was like stunned for a few minutes. But she was like, oh, okay. Let me see if I can write your number down. And let me see if I call you. I said, no, I'm just praying. I just prayed my own. Because I know everybody will come today and pray every prayer because of something. Once they're gone, they don't even remember. They can't. But the only prayer that I knew for sure I wanted was to make sure that they're okay even when nobody's coming around again. That's the best I could do that time. When you have opportunity to pray for somebody, pray this instant prayers. So they were tired, they were sleepy, and they could not pray. Jesus already said, Lord, let your will be done. That is the one thing that we don't like as a Christian. Oh God, I need $5 by tomorrow. But Lord, if I don't get it, let your will be done. We don't like that kind of. You just want God to just give you that $5. But that is okay, too. Why would you have negative mind if you pray? But we must always learn the phrase. Lord, it's not everything that I want. But Lord, whatever you want for me. One important thing I want to cite for us because of time. Luke 22, 39. What are the things that I should pray for. This is a hint. This is not like being forced to pray anything. Luke 22 39. Luke 22 from verse 39. Yes, ma'am. Yes. All right. So let's stop there. This was the recommendation of Jesus. What should you pray for? Pray that you will not enter into temptation. I don't know if we've learned that or what we understand temptation to be. Temptation is anything that will be very tempting. Well, but we've not defined tempting now. So anything that we want to lure you to do contrary to what God has reliably. So you should pray actively. Father, I want to go out today. Oh, there will be temptation. I don't know how many people are tempted every day. What are you tempted? Don't tell people if it's gonna put you in trouble. Don't say. Huh? Yeah, but what? What are the things that you're tempted with? Okay, because you're thinking about it. Let me put you on this one. Lying. Oh, lost. Meaning, lucre. Lucre is a sin of looking lustfully at a man or at a woman with the intent of consuming your own fantasies. That's lucre. I made it up. There's no word called lucre, it's called lust. 1 Thessalonians 5, we're going to come back to that. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16. Because we have to understand something. If you don't pray that you will not be tempted, of course, obviously you'll be tempted. Because really, temptation by itself is not sin. It is when you now commit to that temptation. When you yield. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16. If you're there, help us read. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, from 16. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16. Verse 17. Pray and don't stop praying. Yes. Verse 18 as well. In everything, give thanks. So that's easy stuff. Well, but how does that help us with lucre and lust and everything? James 4, 2 and 3. I just want to make sure we kind of at least have a faint idea. So, what should I be praying for? Lord, you should be thanking God for everything, every time. It will look like you are saying it every time, but say it every time. James 4, 2 and 3. James 4, 2 and 3. James, do you have the book of James open? to get and we don't get it yes and then you end up trying to do bad things yes your heart desires something to get what you do not have and to get from what the person that say you don't you shouldn't have it as you have it Okay, you are not having these things because you are not asking, okay? Okay, now when you're asking, you are not getting it. Why? 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 Because you are asking with wrong motive. It says you're asking because you want to lust and consume the answer just on your lust. So, can anyone help us? I do have less than three minutes. What can we be asking God to consume upon our own lust? Anything, anything that we may be asking just to consume for our own satisfaction and really not extremely critical to our existence, not critical to our family. It's just a matter of I've seen this, I gotta get it. My mind has conceived it, I gotta receive it. I see other people having it, I gotta have it too. What are the examples? Like a promotion. I mean, sometimes it's a good thing to to want to be promoted, but sometimes we just want to say, oh, that guy, who is he? What does he have? Where did he come from? Okay? But are we asking just because we truly, truly want it or because we think he doesn't deserve it? What else? Jake, what do you ask for just because? Just to consume it on your last car? Ferrari? OK, so you have a brand new Datsun. I don't know if many people know that kind of car. Uh, you have a brand new Ionda's, uh, what's the lowest model in that? Nissan what? Nissan Skyline. Skyline. Is that a new one or like a small small car? Okay. So you're asking for Nissan Skyline. Okay. This is a good thing, right? But the question is, you ask. And of course, you can get it. Why can't you get it? You can get it. That's not a problem. But the question is, what's the what's the purpose for it? You say, everybody in my neighborhood drives a clean car. In my own car, mm, mm, mm. smoke sometimes. The wipers, they have their own mind. When you turn on your engine, the wiper will go one, two, one, two. And then <laughs> I'm just, the red light, all oh, the red light will show on the dashboard. And you're like, what's wrong? It's always like that. The seatbelt lights on, even when you click it. Everything that goes wrong, of course, you know, when you have that, and then you see one guy next to your house. When it turns his engine, you cannot even hear a car running. And then it will press one button. And, then, and yours, if you just press your own speaker, you will hear all these noises and different. You will, in fact, you have to be tuning ZFM FM now or AM? And then, of course, in your heart, you'll be like, that guy does not even pray. He doesn't even go to church. In fact, it looks like the guy is even doing drugs. And you, that you are clean and honest, you say, God, this is not your prayer time. Uh, I don't really care about other people, but I really want to have a better car than that guy he deserve it. Who is he, by the way? See, even though you're honestly praying, but you're asking wrongly. The Bible gave us an example of two people that went to pray and one said, oh, I fast every time. I do this every time and another one just said, God, I'm Not even close to God in your own eyes, and then you begin to pray like that, even at my office. Can you imagine all these unbelievers? They are doing don't pray lustfully. I have something I put in my note. Success is not competition. I want us to be clear. What is success in a race? And race. definition I have to go and check it again and again. Race is a context of speed. Who can get there faster? So what is success in a race? Whoever gets there first or at least ahead of everybody. But that is really not definition of success in a race. If your mind is said that I want to beat nine seconds, that should be your target. If every other person cannot make nine seconds, that's their own responsibility. God help me so that I can run this and get there at 8 seconds for the 5 whatever units you had have. Then when you've made it, you say, yeah, you've succeeded. Why do you bother about, well, I just need to run past that other person? Of course, that's what race is in the real world. But we must know that our success is not contingent on any other person's success in this church. I'm over my time. Sincerely, what I want to summarize today is what is prayer? Honest conversation with God. Bible says in Psalm 10, seventeen, sincere desire of a humble heart. That is prayer. Psalm 19, verse four, is the word of mouth and the meditation of the heart. That is prayer. Prayer is being honest, even when you think in your physical flesh there is nothing. How can I pray? Romans eight, twenty-six. Bible says for the Spirit of God will help our weakness. You cannot pray completely at every time the same way with the same intensity, except God helps you. You need Holy Spirit. Of course, we discount Holy Spirit in church. How many of our teenagers actually know how to pray? I'm sure you say, in church? uh, Oh, God. You know? Yeah. Like we're in church now. uh, You know? Maybe you do stuff, right? God? And then they just, like, going around it and going around it. Moses, You're going to school now. What will your prayers be? Jay, you're in school now. What's your prayer? Have you prayed to God to help you to be consistent with your program so that you won't be going and be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine? You don't want to start with medicine and finish with music theory. How many times? That has happened many times in America. I mean... Some people will start with math major, and they will end up finishing with the history of America and the Bahamas. You're like, how did you, I mean, that's like science going to the philosophy. Have you asked God to help you? I mean, sir, you'll be getting married very soon, maybe in two, four, five, six, seven, eight years. Don't look at me like you're not going to get married. Everything is okay, so you should get married, right? You should pray to God. God, help me that I will make the right decision. I don't know what the person will be, but I should like the person. The person should look pretty. And I should be able to go out every time with that person. I should never get tired of that person. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not saying fake prayer. That Oh, I just want a believer. It's a lie. You want a believer? You don't want a believer to be pretty? You don't want a believer to be able to hang out with you and take you out and say, that's my husband? You better pray right prayer. Because you now go and pray and marry a believer that you okay? They're in church, they just rub everything upon everything and you now see on that person and you'll be looking lustfully even when you are leading prayer. Father in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Have you not? This is the time to pray God, don't let me make any decision that is faulty. because that person that will be shining, shining little they will speak in different accents and God helping you become successful everybody will be a candidate and also when you get to the time you'll be pressured with time oh now I'm 22 oh I'm 27 now time is running as if you are competing your success is also not a race project mm-hmm. what are you praying for? oh everybody will want to be like oh yeah that's my, that's my God you gotta know which one is the right one. In fact, they will go to church fervently when they want to catch you because they know you're always technical. <laughs> they will come to technical sometimes. I, want, I just want to learn. I like technical. But really, what they like is Brother Zach. You need to pray out some people from your life. Lord, I'm seeing too many girls. I'm not sure which one is right. Oh, let me know. Bible says in the book of Genesis that the man that was supposed to go and look for the wife for the son of Abraham Isaac, he said God did you know the prayer he prayed, there's no time I don't want to keep us long I said five minutes already went past that, the man prayed a prayer in fact before he prayed the prayer he asked in understanding, sir if I get there and the person does not like to come here, should I take your guy, your son to there the man said never because i have a promise my son will never live there however my wife i would like my son to marry someone there picture what we live in america here we want to live here but we don't want to live according to the standard of america you must then be living by principle and prayers oh the man said oh i have prayed to god i will release you from all this but don't let my son ever Go there, but don't let my son ever marry someone here. That looks like conflicting requirements, but the man was very serious about the purpose and he prayed. So, the man that they gave the assignment when he got there he said, God, the man has given me tough work, Lord of heaven and God of heaven. Please help me. Let it be that I will identify the right one. Jay, how will you identify the right God? How? This is not math. I mean, two plus two is four. Okay? When you see two pretty girls, what are you going to do? You put them to test? Seriously? What kind of test are you going to put them to? Whichever one sees me first and holds my hand and says, I love you with neck and head and take. It's a lie. Have you not read about Samson and Delilah? If you love me and you think you love me, tell me of your secret. And your secret is standing on the word of God. So if you love me right now, I know there are no babies or so babies here. If you love me right now, this is how you prove it to me. Let's see if you want to go with, to bed with me. You'll be like, I love you, but I in church this day we should not be. That time in church will not work. I've always advised young guys, right? There is no way you see a pretty girl telling you, tempting you, you say, I know what I'm doing. It's my standard. Seriously, you know what you're doing? It's because you've nothing seen bikini. Seriously, I mean seriously. But we have to know that is, do you pray ahead of time for that? Lord, deliver me from temptation. Let me not fall in temptation. Adults that are married already, there are opportunities for us to just mess up every time. The day you are stressed out at home is the day someone will come and be giving you massage. At work, I don't want any tiny hand doing massage of me. Seriously, don't. Yeah, I want to be stressed. Maybe I should go and buy a massage chair. But not any other person that will be massaging me. But Africa when you are tempted, better pray ahead of time, Lord, help me so that I will not. Oh, yeah. I mean, the day you really, really feel like it, that's when you see someone that speaks your language, speaks your dialect, and be like, uh-huh. The Lord has answered prayer. How do you know? It is now that you can speak honestly to God because now you are not confused. But sincerely, I'm, I'm saying all this so that we can know that our purpose in prayer must be very clear. We must be clear. I have prayed for myself, Lord, one thing, I don't want to miss heaven. Anything else can collapse. I don't want to miss heaven. I don't want to be confused with what I do now, to feel that this is what is going to qualify me for heaven. Lord, I want to have a relationship with you personally. When I can't walk here anymore, let it be. I'm fine. I just want to. One of the that, that I prayed is personal. I ask God, Lord, I really want to know scriptures. If I can no longer see, I want to be able to know every scripture in my head. I want us to bow our head as we're going to pray today. Now, it's left to you now to talk to God. You've come to church today, and going forward, we don't want to remain the same. We want our lives to be changed i know you've not committed to this or that or program or that but please i want to ask god to help you to change through prayers lord help me so that i can constantly talk to you Bible says pray without ceasing ask god to help you ask god to help even as a church all of us so that we can become better lastly i want to pray for this church what do you want father sometimes we are tired stressed out so many things Help us to know you. Help us to know you.